Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're continuing to learn Masechtas Subos, Parak Aleph, Mishnah Hay, and Mishnah Vav. And we are continuing this, the discussion that if an, when a man marries a woman, he owes her 200 money in the Ksuba, excuse me, 200 Zuz in the Ksuba, that if the marriage terminates, whoever it does, he owes her 200 if she was a Basula, a virgin, and if she was a Baula, a non-virgin, he only owes her 100. Our case is going to open up with what happens if she he finds out she's not a Basula, but we can suspect the reason she's not a basula is because she slept with her uh, betrothed, and because they had relations prior to marriage, therefore she can claim you still owe me two hundred. A person ha- goes in ha- to his in-laws or his future in-laws after he betrothed his wife again. Betrothal in halacha is not engagement; it's, it's an actual first step in marriage. Um, he goes to his father-in-law's house and he goes and has a nice meal with his uh, future wife or his betrothed wife. And there's no aid around. And Yochlato and Tainas Pesumi can't claim, wait, Mekachtos, I thought I was marrying someone who uh, was 200, she was a virgin, turns out she wasn't, because we can say to him, no, Neshmizyachnimo, you were yichud with her, you were secluded with her, so it's probably you that was you. Okay, Mishnah, the next part of this Mishnah is really going to play off the bottom of the Mishnah, and that is, Agas Amani Yisrova, Agas Amani Kohen, Kesubas Amana. We know that a um, uh, someone who's a bula, someone who was uh, previously married, someone who's not a virgin, their ksuba is a hundred, and we're just going to point out that's irregardless of if they're a widow of a Israel or you're a widow of a kohen, the ksuba is always a mana. And you may be thinking, like, what's going on? Why? So the Mishnah says because days in Shikohanim, how you go him, the besula arba mayazuz. It seems like there were some court of Kohanim. They would collect four hundred zuz for a besula of a kohen. And the sages didn't protest them. That is, it doesn't seem like they agreed, but they kind of just said, "You, you do you. And we're not going to stop this practice." Okay. Mishnah Vav is a very important Mishnah in the world of Mamanos Choshen Mishpat, but we're not going to have to. We're not going to have time as usual to delve into all of it. So the case is as follows. A man marries a woman, and it turns out she's not a basula. So normally, the case is he can go to Besdin and protest and say, look, I thought she was 200, I'm only going to give her 100. In this case, she's going to argue and say, no, 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 you still owe me 200, as in she wants to remove money from his hands. He's saying, look, legally, I'm only entitled to give her 100, and now she she's going to claim here, actually, you owe me 200, so we ha- you, I'm, I'm going to have to remove 100 from your hands. So what's the case? She's very simple. We got engaged, or we were at Averson, all was good and well. She's very simple. We got engaged, and then I went on my way, and we were supposed to get married, let's say, three weeks later. In the, in the interim, I was raped. So because I was raped, now, although you, th- I, I, you, you mekadish me when I was a virgin, I was besulas 200, and I was raped in between, therefore, it's no different than someone purchasing a field, and after they purchase the field, it gets flooded. They can't claim to the original owner, hey, wait, give me my money back. Too late. You purchased the field already. Sir, too late. We were, we were married. Hello, Martin. He says, And he responds to her, no. If you can't prove that the uh, rape that, um, happened between the Arison and the Nisua, between the betrothal and the consummation of the marriage, so then I'm going to claim, no, maybe it happened beforehand. Maybe it happened 10 years ago. Maybe it was something else that caused you to be a Ba'ula. And therefore, I'm only going to give you 100. So very interestingly, let's just say she's believed. Now, why is she believed? It's very simple. They're saying we're going to rely on the concept of a chazaka. A chazaka, well, the word chazaka, Shech does an article where he says, I believe there's like four or five different uh, meanings 
for the word chazaka, as in it has four to five different usages throughout Shas, but one of the cases of a chazaka is, a chazaka is, we, we basically say, unless something comes along and disturbs what is we presently know, then we go with what we know. Unless something comes along and disrupts what is established, we go with what is established. Therefore, says Regamliel, we have a chazaka, we can presume that she was a besula, un- unless she comes along and says otherwise. Meaning to say, until she comes along and argues and says she was, or, and argues and says she wasn't, we're going to presume she was a besula for as long as possible, thus including the Arison, she was a besula. Meaning we're relying on the concept of chazaka. Comes along Rishua and he says, "No, Rishua, Amar lo fiya ayachayin. We can't live by her word. Ela harizu cheskas beula achlot is ares v'tiu achtavi ra'ayladarv. Rather, she's presumed to be a non-virgin before she's betrothed, um, and we assume she deceived him unless she brings proof to her words. Meaning to say, so this is really the the, the crux of it. The crux is Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Eliezer say we rely on the concept of chazaka, and it's so strong here that she can even seemingly remove." money from her husband's hand. What's interesting, because her husband, as you can argue, has a chazaka that he owns the money. It's his money. It's a, he's muhzak. He's holding the money. But she comes along and says, no, we're lying chazaka that I'm a vasula until I come along and say I wasn't. And I'm saying I wasn't once I was already engaged. And Rishu is saying no. Well, right now, when we look at her, we know she is a baula. And a chazaka is not strong enough to remove money. A presumption is not strong enough to remove money, which we vada, we certainly know, is in the hands of the husband. So what it, the crux of what they're arguing about is is how strong seemingly is a chazaka. Do we say a presumption is strong enough to remove m- money from my hands? The money is certainly mine, at least unless you can prove otherwise. Or do we say no, it's not strong enough? And rather we look and we say right now she's a she's a baula. She's she's and therefore we can assume she was always a baula unless you can prove otherwise. I wish you all a wonderful day.